Bonjour, and welcome to the Amateur Detective Club. This club is exactly how it sounds. A bunch of amateurs talking about their favorite mysteries. So if you encounter a real mystery or a murder, contact the proper authorities. Do not come to us. We do not know what we are doing. But enjoy the program. Allons-y. Let us begin. I would appreciate it if you don't laugh. I call this meeting of the Amateur Detectives Club to order. My name is Tristan Miller, Kid Cop. I am Miles Newworth, Boy Detective. And I am Melissa Maley, the spy. Mm. <laughs> okay, I got first thing. Yes. Minute, minute 28 minute, uh, twenty-eight seconds in to this audiobook, that is when the first ejaculation happens. First, beat you all. <laughs> ah, nuts. Yes. They do get right into it. Yep. yep. There's a bunch it's in here. It's very funny. That's usually my time, too. It's mm-hmm. Ditto. It's like every other chapter for a bit. We do a mystery podcast. <laughs> the book we were reading today is Agatha Christie's Murder on the Link, starring Hercule Poirot. And we have to say it like murder. 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 I was worried there was going to be more golf involved. I was mm. delighted there by was the lack of golf. So little golf. In fact, there I was would, no golf. I was, golf. I was very disappointed. <laughs> I like golf. I get that. Okay. It's like, uh, it's, well, no, I don't get that. <laughs> like, there's that um, golf is a, a long walk ruined. ruined. yeah. Whereas I'm like, golf is the only reason I walk. <laughs> um, I, I can sympathize with you. I cannot empathize. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, good. Now that we've gotten that out of the way. Okay. So, so golf, it just happens kind of on a golf course a little bit. Yeah. Okay. They, there's one clue. Yeah. On a golf course. Related. So this starts out with, we're back with Captain Hastings. Good. <sighs> Good Hastings meter. I hated he, him less. Yeah. He was just if not, just as horny, if not more horny. Oh, yeah. But he was very horny. he was less like, oh, this Poirot's being an idiot. So I guess we have two Hastings meters. One is how horny he is. Which in this book is very a lot, very extra, um, very extra, extra and, ordinary. <laughs> and also how insufferable he is, which in this one was less, less than the last one. Is that an even trade? If you if he was more, the more horny he is, the less he's willing to criticize, because the less he's willing to like observe things yeah. besides women's parts. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's all just It's weird because usually the more horny a man is, the more insufferable he is. That's yeah. true. Is, uh, fascinating. I will not suffer horny men lightly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like, and um, it's one of the points I wanted to make with, uh, uh, there's another character in this one, uh, Giraud, who is a counter-detective. And I feel like he took up the mantle of... Insufferability? In like being like, the idiot Poirot does not know what he's doing. Like, yeah, and it, it's better coming from a guy we're not supposed to like, as opposed to the guy we have to follow. Oh, yeah, for sure. sure. That's actually a really good point mm-hmm. because the thing that bothers me the most about Hastings, except when he's being really misogynistic, is I literally have a note that just says, 
Okay, so Hastings is very sexist. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And it's weird because a woman wrote these books and wrote this narrator. Mm-hmm. So, and it doesn't feel like a commentary on it. It just feels like, oh, yeah, no, this is not how women are supposed to act. But, yes, at any rate, that's a really good point. Um, and I lost my train of thought. But he was, mm-hmm. he, the thing that bothered you besides when he is very misogynistic is? Oh, Yes, when he's criticizing Poirot. Uh, yeah. yeah. When he's like, Anytime. oh, what an idiot. Like, oh, he must have lost his mind because uh, yeah. he's older now. What is he doing? Yeah. I know better than him. I'm no, glad we've you gotten don't. rid of all of that. Yeah, <laughs> most of that. So well, most of at that. this point, like every time that comes up, it's not like, oh, what a fool Poirot's been. It's like I'm trying to figure out this case too, and that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I don't. I wish he would actually tell me what he's thinking, as opposed to not. Yep. Welcome yeah. to being in a relationship with any man. <laughs> Got <him>. dunked. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um. Um. Cool. So I guess let's, let's go with the the overview. Oh yeah. yes. So this uh, starts out on a train. Um, Hastings is on a train, and there's one other person in his train car, and she... Who's that lady? Who's that lady? Sexy lady. (laughs) Um, I actually had a note uh, on her, the character, right away. Yes. Uh, I I thought she was delightful. Yeah. Uh And my first thought was like, oh, this character's delightful. I'm now worried they're either going to be murdered or be the murderer. Uh, uh, yes. My first thought. I loved her. My first note was, uh, lady on the train who is cursing, thumbs up. I, um, I literally wrote, I'm in love with this woman. Yeah. Um, also, the phrase, I'm desolated, should be used more often. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. Oh, I'm desolated by oh. this. Um, yeah, and then... Je suis désolé. <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hastings immediately immediately says that disapproves of her cursing, saying a woman should be womanly. Yeah. Basically, she tells her to uh, love it. It. which is great. Oh, I just did a curse. Yeah. Oh well. Um, yeah. I. Oh, we can bleep it. We can bleep oh, it. Oh, one moment. I'm gonna do an audio store of. Sacre bleu, or something <laughs> like that. Oh, okay. Mm. So you can bleep it with that. I like mm. that. I like that. Um, so yeah, uh, she uh, has a little conversation with him. Uh, they talk about Poirot. She likes mysteries a lot. She's an acrobat with her sister, um, and she says her name is Cinderella, yes. which is absolutely wonderful. And I love her, and I want to be her best friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very much. Uh, so then we get into the actual story. Hastings gets home to Poirot, and Poirot's like. There are no criminals of uh, weight left in the world. Um, I, <laughs> I do like have that. a note about yes. that first meeting. Um, yes. We should also use the phrase make friends more often. Well, we should make friends. Oh, yeah, like than, in, that, in yeah, that way. I think that's good. And then also the fact that she's just a nerd about mysteries and is like, oh, yeah, from that case that happened two months ago. That's the first book. And yeah, I think and that's I very like cool. That yeah, well. yeah, I like that too. Things like that are the reason I get like weird about needing to read things in order. Yes. Mm. <laughs> like, because I felt I felt in on it in that moment, because I'm like, yes, I, I've also I read, read that. that mystery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it was great. That was super great. Everything about that first chapter is pretty super great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so yes, uh, Hastings and Poirot wow, wow. are rooming together. And he's like, straighten your tie. And I love that. Because <laughs> yes. I'm like, straighten your tie to the world. <laughs> the world needs to straighten its tie. Yep. 
Oh. Yeah. Um, it's it's a very good little character establishment, uh, reminding us all that uh, Poirot likes things neat and orderly. Needs everything just so. Yes. What happened in his life to make him like that, I wonder? Brain chemistry. Uh, he, probably that, and he was in the war, wasn't he? Or he was a, you know, he's a police officer. Yeah. yeah he used to be a detective. So is it like a, is it a chicken or an egg situation, do you reckon? An egg situation? Yes, an egg situation. <laughs> yes, the egg thing. He's very particular about his eggs, yes. yes. And he's. Uh, it, they actually do note that he's eating his second egg yeah. when Hastings walks in. It's very cute. The boy gets me. Yeah. Yeah. Another mm-hmm. note that I made, This uh, it wasn't at the beginning, but it also doesn't have anything to do with the the plot. Sure. Uh, so <laughs> point, Poirot says that he must attend to his mustaches. Yes, I know. That was also and, a note. Thinking, yeah. Oh, Ken Brenna was right. It's a, yeah, it's a little more justified now. It's mm-hmm. a mustache on a mustache, pretty much. Uh, so yes, they've been bored. They haven't been getting like a oh. whole lot of mysteries to solve. Boy, I wish there was just more murder. I know. I yeah. that struck me funny too. <laughs> um, and so they go through the mail, and it's bills, and it's a thank you note, and uh, and then there's one. Zutalor. Zutalor. Uh, there is a very urgent letter from this guy uh, named uh, P.T. Renal. God, guys, I'm sorry in advance for how much I'm going to suck at pronouncing French things. Um, I'm not great with the Frenchiness. Yeah. Petit Renault. Fine. Um, Tristan will just say everything. Yes, just Every point to me. Every point you say a French name. <laughs> okay. Um, it might be wrong. Guess which one? Jean-Luc Picard. Every time. <laughs> Everyone in this Murder is- on the USS Enterprise. <laughs> Everyone in this I have a new project name. for us. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, but that would actually be a. That was an episode, uh, a, uh, a holodeck episode. But yeah. it was Sherlock instead of Poirot. And it was super mm. good. Yeah. I loved it. That's so okay, they guys. get a mysterious letter uh, from Renault um, saying, from I need Barnum. you to come. I need you to come investigate my life. I think my life is in danger. Uh, and they note right away, like, he has this, like, really well put together note, and then at the end, like, a scrawling of, must come urgently. It's, um, Please. for God's sakes, come! Yeah. Yeah. Which is the thing I say in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Got him. That's nice. <laughs> no pressure there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's so they immediately go to France. Yep, France. <laughs> Let's go to France now. When they get there, they, they say a lot of French words. Sorry, go on. A lot of French words, uh, and they're waiting for the car that was supposed to be sent for them by Renault. And eventually, they're like, "Let's just get our own car because this man is forgotten or something's happened." Obviously, he has been murdered. And this yeah. is in chapter two. That happens quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which we just, just get right into it. Which is nice. Yeah. This this case, you guys, was a lot. Like, there's a lot going. Yeah. <laughs> there is. And a lot of it is not relevant. Yeah. It was <laughs> Red herrings. super interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. but like, But I also followed it a little better than the first one. And I feel like that's because we got to be with Poro more of the time. Yeah, he sure. came in like he, right from the get go. We got like him staying with Hastings helps. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like... yeah, because then we're following him much more closely. So okay, uh, Reno has been murdered. Moida. Moida, and he, uh, 
so he was discovered in a dug grave on the golf course in progress, which is why we're on the links. Yeah. Um, he was discovered in a dug grave. He had been stabbed in the back, and his wife had been bound uh, and... Gagged. Gagged and, like... Left in a room, right? Yeah, Left something like that. Room. Um, I'm trying not to confuse this with, like, real-life murder stories that I've been hearing about. Anyway. <laughs> um, so... And she... Oh, I, oh, right away, she's unconscious. Mm, I oh, think yeah. now that the murder's happened... I mean, I guess all the characters have not been introduced, but who do you think did it? Okay, immediately it is said that they have a son who is out of town, so I... And they also introduce, as they're, like, driving in, mm-hmm. there is a woman that uh, Hastings sees and says she is a goddess. Um, the girl with the anxious eyes. Is Which, what, yeah. Oh, I feel like, for, like, any woman with a face for Hastings would do. Like, I feel like, I feel like he's just like, oh, that woman is there. I mean, but he says that she is one of the most beautiful women he's ever seen. I, the next book, I bet he says the same. Oh, I bet he does too. Uh, but at any rate, he has like the same like you know in in the first one, Mary Cavendish uh, infatuation with this woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so he thinks she's absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and Poirot, as Miles alluded to, calls her the girl with the anxious eyes. Um, so anyway, I starring introduce- Rooney Mara. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so those two characters, uh, the way they're introduced, and as soon as we get into, like, the specifics of the murder, and, um, that, uh, Madame Renault had witnessed, uh, more than one murderer, I -hmm. went, cool. So it's the, uh, the son who's out of town. Yeah. Is not really out of town. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and this girl with the anxious eyes, um... Marta, is that right? Marta. Yes. Marta uh, Dubois. Yeah, that's who I thought did it. Dubois. <laughs> Dubois means to bluff. Um, I thought it was Mrs. Renault. Okay. And then also Auguste, who is the groundskeeper. Mm. Okay. Because they're like, he's too old and poor, I guess, to murder. It was kind of the assumption. Right. Whereas I'm like... No one's too poor to murder. In fact, <laughs> yeah. you'll find um, that's, that's all this for a loaf of bread. Like, yeah. yeah. I did. I refrained from making a oh, fine. thing until pretty late in the game. Because right. I was like, I want a few more clues before I write anything down. Mm. Um, uh, but, and like, the thing I ended up getting to was the second wrong thing that Hastings thought. Okay. So I thought it was um, whoever Bella was. I thought it was whoever Bella was. Sure, sure. Now, at the murder scene, they also introduce this new character who is insufferable, Giraud, yeah. who yeah. is a counterpoint to... He is the John Hodgman to Poirot's Nick Offerman. So similar, yet not the same. <laughs> Okay, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, Um, and I think it's, we were talking about, you guys are like, it kind of seems superfluous and that sort of thing, whereas, like, I think it's, to me, it felt like a commentary from Agatha Christie saying, yeah, Sherlock's great, but Poirot, though, guys, right? Yeah. (laughs) Because Giro is like, it's only facts, and it's done the way, like, that's, 
like, I don't know, it seems very evidence-based and deduction rather than, like, how Poirot is like, well, we'll wait and Put see. Put the and story we'll... together, yep. and then it'll only make sense one way. Yep. Right, right. It's a puzzle. It's not, yeah. Yeah, so, so, so that, it was, yeah, you're right. It was cool to have that character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's actually just a couple things more about the murder itself, what yes. happened, that are really relevant. Yes. Um, so uh, he was found in the open grave, as I said, the wife had been bound and gagged, lots of French names, oh my god. Um, <laughs> uh, and yes, there were like men with beards that had come in uh, yeah. seemingly. Yeah. She she was like, men with beards came in, uh, started asking him for like where, where's the secret? Where's the secret, and then he was took taken away. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Yep. So he was stabbed with a knife that is made out of a what? airplane part? Is that right? That's what I gathered. Um, I don't know. uh, But it was made custom from the war. um, uh, Their son, son, Jack, had this knife made, and that was the murder weapon. Also, nothing was really disturbed, and it seems like, you know, there wasn't really a break-in. And they do also remark that a stab in the back is a woman's crime i wrote an eye roll emoji there they really like like so far like uh-huh. two for two of these books are like well women only murder in these ways yes uh, but the grave digging the grave would have been much much would've too much work for a lady man's work that would have been the man's work Ugh. anyway um uh so then in the neck in the very very next chapter uh we get uh, oh, first of all, the servants are talking about uh, this woman, Madame Dubray. Madame Dubray. Thank you. That uh, would come around and a lot. Uh, and just to lick see. everything inside. She just pick up things <laughs> and start licking them. Mm, this, this does not now. taste good, <laughs> but it is mine. I've claimed it. It's like a flag, but with my tongue. <laughs> That's how I walk into every room. Yeah, I mean, I'm still sticky. There was. Mm-hmm. I have complaints. <laughs> <laughs> I have objections. Why would it be sticky? Okay. Have you ever let saliva just linger? Is it that sticky? Is that a sticky feeling? Now you'd be surprised. <laughs> So, <laughs> there, there's some assertions that maybe Renault <laughs> is having a uh, an affair with Madame Dubray, like blatantly and right Dubray. from his wife, which is nice. Yeah, nice. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Yeah, there's so they they think that might be going on, but um, Poirot thinks there might be other reasons for the visits as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they find evidence that though that Renault has been giving. Madame Dubray money yeah. in fairly large increments. Yeah. I wrote, like, we never just assumed that they're friends, that they're having friendly visits, because men and women can't be friends. Well, can't, can they not? When, when Harry met Sally. That's yeah. true. Not in, the not sex thing novels. always gets in the way. Yeah, no. The sex thing always gets in the way. For sure. 100%. <laughs> all, all the time. 100% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> It's one of my biggest complaints about most books. It's like you can't have men and women in them without them falling in love. Well, I mean, that's just human nature, Miles. I guess so. You know, you can't not have that happen. It, you can't be any other way. Every woman I meet. See, that's why Hastings is so realistic and relatable. <laughs> Every woman I meet, 
I fall in love with briefly, and then oh, I'm just such a schmuck that oh, I move on to the next thing. And I, I, but you know, that's just how men are. You know, it's oh, just, yeah. it's just you know, normal men stuff. Cool. Melissa, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> oh, uh, right. No, I'm so sorry. Men I feel I very irrelevant in this conversation. <laughs> well, you know, it's, you know, that's 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 woman's work. Is, oh, right, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. That and bad murders. <laughs> bad murders. Poison and backstabbing, yeah. for sure. Oh, man. Great. So... <laughs> I feel dirty. I know, right? Uh, yes. Where are we at in this case? So we got to talk about the letter. Oh, the right, letter. Also, find a letter. In the, oh, Write that in letter a, that we all remember. I actually do remember it, kind of. Good. Uh, <laughs> does Miles remember it? It's by it's, it was sent by someone named Bella, and they oh, found it right. in the coat pocket. Yes. Right, 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 right. And uh, Actual oh, is his. obsessing over the length of this coat that is on the dead man. Yes, so the he dead man's wearing this trench. long. Yeah. Um, and he has it measured at a point. Irrelevant later. But yes, uh, so there's a note in the pocket uh, talking about a, an affair with this woman named Bella, who is absolutely devastated because she thinks that he's losing interest in her and that she will surely kill him rather than have him, uh, you know, with another woman. Great. Which doesn't make a lot of sense. No. But considering at this point we're assuming the letter is to Renault and he is, he is legitimately and openly married. Like, I can't stand seeing you with another woman. I, I mean, except the what you do live. I mean, you live with a woman. Uh, but like, thank God I'm blind. Otherwise, I'd yeah. be in constant emotional pain. No, the wife. But, but I mean, the wife doesn't matter. It's only the other mistress, right? Yeah, that is true. So it doesn't. <laughs> I've seen the movie Nine. But yes. Sure. Uh, so it didn't. Make, the note didn't make a lot of sense. But um. But yeah. But everyone just assumes like, okay, so he has lots of affairs. Maybe this, maybe this Bella. That's a fair. Maybe this, ah. uh, maybe uh, Madame Dubois. Madame Dubois. Can you say <laughs> Madame? No. Madame Dubois. <laughs> so every time you say it that way, I picture Madeline Kahn, oh, which is perfect. I love just her. her. Just like her being doing a terrible French accent. Oh, <laughs> uh, just, oh man, oh, I uh, want Ardman to start making these f stupid, stupid books <laughs> into great, great movies. Oh, uh, that'd be so good. Uh, End of thought. Um, so, so we think maybe Renault just has a billion affairs. Yeah. I actually nice. have a moment. They also talk about their secretary who is out of the, um, who is out of town. Yes. Stoner? Stoner. But I had a moment, because he was, he's pretty well taken care of in the world. I was like, maybe he's Bella. I was like, maybe. Oh. Maybe. That he, would be like, far too modern. Yeah. And, yeah. But but it did cross my mind. I, That'd be kind of cool. I did hope a little bit, but yeah. that was not the case. <laughs> uh, you know, Agatha Christie, champion of LGBTQ plus rights. Yeah. Famously. Famously. Sure, sure, of course. Yeah. We all knew that. <laughs> um, just like you did, uh, dear listener. Uh, yeah. So then a lot of other stuff happens that we should talk about. Um goodness guys yeah um there's a lot in this one there's this very convoluted um so what's the next thing um, uh bella uh no not bella also poirot finds a lead pipe and is like this is important too yeah and giro finds matches and it goes this like, is more that important. Is not important 
It's like, you fool, but this is important. That is not important. It is important. I'm going to vamp until Melissa finds her place. That is important. But, is oh, I stopped taking also, notes, guys. Also, oh, okay. um, <laughs> Matt, so they meet this Madame Dubray. And, um, Be very, very quiet. Yes, I'm okay. committing a murder. <laughs> <laughs> so meets Madame Dubray. He's like, oh, she looks very familiar to me. Um, and All right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then he's like, I have to go to... Uh, Paris to London. find the killer? No, London. Okay. Wait, London. guys, this is important. She's got a daughter. Yes, it's Marta, who is the girl with the anxious eyes. Yes. Um, what? Girl with the anxious eyes. It sounds like a 60s. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Do you want? So, so. Uh, Poirot leaves uh, to Poof. go. He's like, I'm going to go try and find the killer. He's like, what are you? Okay, cool. That makes sense, Poirot. We know nothing, but you're going to find the killer. Introduce the best scene in the book after Poirot leaves. Hastings just kind of like walking about, hanging out, look creepily looking at people swimming, but not swimming himself. Oh, yeah, that's Number true. one. Number <laughs> two, he's there. There's a bench. People start talking about the murder, sort of-ish, about something suspicious. Oh, yeah. And then he steps into a bush, and the bush goes, don't step on me. And it's Giroux <laughs> in a bush costume. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's like, oh, I've, I've fooled all of them. I am now a bush. Yes. Yeah, I, I take it all back. Giroux's a very good detective. Oh, yeah, it's so no, good. He's pretty great. He's it's just great. <laughs> Um, I can't wait to see <laughs> Kenneth Branagh in a Bush costume. I hope that happens. Um, Where he plays Giro and Poirot? Yeah, oh, that does. would be good. That's the greatest acting challenge. Uh-huh. Yeah. Playing two arch rivals. Oh, perfect. I, I love My this first movie. thought was actually, let's have Andy Serkis in a mocap suit. Playing the Bush? Play Kenneth Branagh. Like, we mo-cap we mo Kenneth Bernal as Jarrell. Then I thought, actually, Andy Serkis would probably just make a very good Jarrell. Yes, he'd be very good. Oh, yeah. But also, have him also mo-cap the bush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we couldn't make a realistic enough bush costume, so we did just do the mocap thing. Yeah, you know, it's uh, really great. You know, um, it's the magic of performance capture. Oh, yes. So a couple things happen while, uh, while Poirot is in London. This is Hastings' yes. big dumb thing that he does. Which one? The, the <laughs> I'm just gonna show you around all of the Okay, murder. yes. So, lo and behold, Cinderella comes back. Yes, which much to everyone's delight. Though, at this point, I'm instantly suspicious. Yeah, same. I'm like, oh, beans. I yeah. suspicious her, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does seem really suspicious. Specifically, she's like, show it's, me all of the murder It's stuff. extra suspicious. It's super suspicious. Super suspicious. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love it. Uh, so, yes, he does. He starts taking her around and, like, showing her all the things about the murder, including the dead body. Yeah, and it's there's a fun little scene right outside where he's like, I don't think she should see this, so I'm going to try and give her an out. And he's like, you've seen all the parts of the case. Are you sure you need to see the body itself? And she's like, yes, of course. And he's like, all right, then I'm going to show her, and I hope it scares her. <laughs> yes. No, I, I hope it upsets her to teach her a lesson on <laughs> how women should behave. Cool, Hastings. Cool. Cool, bro. Uh, and obviously, she goes What a dingleberry yeah, this man she is. is. shocked <laughs> and, and upset. Um, and she's like, please get me some water. And he goes and gets her water with brandy, which seemed a little, like, druggy to me. Um, it's like, like two I know drops it's what of they, brandy. I know it's what they did, but it, it's like she didn't... Calms like, the she nerves. Asked for water. That's true. Know. Um, and then when he comes back in, she's like, uh, we need to get out of here really quickly and like hur hurries him out and like wants to leave. And at that moment, I'm like, 
oh, she is she is taken something. Like Yeah. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They find the, the murder weapon gone. Yep. Stabbed Surprise. in a different person. Yeah, because because he's what? like, I'm going to walk you back to town. Uh, and he forgets to lock the door. And so he's like, like it, it was unlocked for 20 minutes. Someone went in and stole it. And never once does he think the person I left in there with it, like who got yeah. me out of the room, No, stole but it. here you got to understand, like women can't be bad. They don't steal because they're No, especially pretty. when they've, but like she, and she had fainted. Because also, like, she was completely fine with everything, by the by. Like, just completely fine, completely fine, and then suddenly, like... (gasps) Zoot to Lark. Yeah, very, very fainty. Um, And then she's like... Faintly fainty. Yes. And then she's like, oh, cool. Yeah, this water put me right by. (laughs) Still not telling you my real name, because, by the way, Cinderella is not her real name, in case anyone was confused about that. Her name is not actually Cinderella. Weird. She's being clever. Is Um, she? Cute. There it is. Cute. We'll go with cute. Very charming. Yeah. Yes. Um, so also okay. So yes, we did. We discovered the murder weapon later in, in a, somebody else. A tramp. Yeah, in a tramp that was dressed up to look all nice, in nice clothes. Yes. So what is knife that about? Clothes. Yeah. Uh, clothes made of knives. Sure. Clinkety clankety clinkety. Uh, oh keep, man, I'm bleeding. They keep bringing people in to like. Do you know who the who the heck this is? No. Do you know who the heck this is? No. And like no one recognizes. Does your this man. person have ginger hair? No. Guess who? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun game. It does sound fun though. Also, there's two places in this. Like, there's two main houses yes. divided. But there's two main <laughs> houses. I can't remember. It's like um, the, Villa Marguerite is where the du- which Dubois sounds is. like what in yeah. reverse. Yeah. The whole time it just I'm like oh they're going back they to Marguerite away again in Marguerite. Okay, there we go. Just the whole time <laughs> I was like oh that that sounds great. That I, place. Oh okay. Something about that Villa. Like, yeah, it sounds so uh, familiar and, really and warm. Chill. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Villa whatever. Genevieve. Yeah. Genevieve. Villa Jean Francois. What about this? Tim yes. Curry, but only speaking French. Je suis Tim Curry. Oh, okay. Just in general. Like, just for in general. nothing just in for particular. Fun. <laughs> yeah, just for fun. Like, a yeah. game in my mind. Oh, okay, cool. Um, like, imagine a French word, but that but accent. Tim Curry says yeah. it. <laughs> yes. yes, great. Je Love it. Uh, <laughs> See? Then, um, it's very good. It's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> so the murder. So they did. They have a second murder. Porel comes back, and Hastings is like, "There's another murder." He's like, "That is impossible. I figured it out." Yeah, I thought I at least figured out. Oh um, no! What is this? Um, yes. So, oh, and immediately when uh, these guys find this body, they're like, "Well, I guess we should do an autopsy." But like, why? Because there's a knife in the body. I don't know why we'd need to do that. I'm like, he definitely was not stabbed. Yeah. I mean, he was stabbed because there's a knife in him, but like. <laughs> but not to death. He did not die from stabbing. Um, as a side note, also, um, when when Hastings tells Poirot, he ejaculates angrily. Yes. <laughs> which is very good. Whoa. Which is very good. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then also when they go visit another house, it's described as an old wooden erection. Oh, and yes. I'm like, yes! Oh, oh, also, oh, gosh, this is so great. When Poirot comes back um, and sees Hastings, so this is, of course, Hastings uh, narrating, he says, 
Forgetting my English reluctance, yes. he embraced me on the platform. Yes. Yeah. It was like, which oh, I just loved so much. Can we get a version of Poirot where it's John Oliver as Hastings would oh be God. very good? Because yeah. he'd be very funny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he would. <laughs> and just imagine him like falling in love all over the country. Like, because yeah. everybody likes Hastings. Also, mm-hmm. he's and very handsome. I guess. I guess that's the criteria. And but I guess they also don't hear his inner thoughts, which are mostly obnoxious yeah. and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, know that my favorite. Every person considering dating a man. Yeah. <laughs> My my favorite uh, my favorite ejaculation was just <laughs> Poirot made his favorite ejaculation of impatience. Oh right, that one is very good. Like he had like whoa, he, man, which he was ejaculates this a lot. Yeah, like, which yeah. is also what it anyway. So <laughs> no, oh, like a boy. sprinkler. This yeah, is, I've made a mistake. <laughs> oh no. Oh. oh. Uh, oh, back to the murder, please. Sure, sure, okay. Yep, yep, yep. So, so Poirot gets back, Hastings is like, there's another murder, he's upset. Um, and Poirot's the first person who's like, did you not notice like the foam around his mouth? Like, this doesn't all make sense. And uh, the doctor's like, oh, this man was stabbed at least 48 hours ago. But what's great about that is Poirot gets to that conclusion way before he even sees the body. He's like, well, no, 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 it's yeah. impossible. Yeah. And he literally just says, Hastings, shut up and let me think for a minute. Yeah. yeah. And then goes, oh, it's this, right? And Hastings is like, how, what? The, oh, you're the devil. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. but, but, and the, the main thing that people are struggling with is that it's they know the murder weapon has only been missing for the last chunk of day and so this man couldn't have been stabbed with the murder weapon from the other case 48 hours ago. Yes. So that brings me to the purpose of Poirot's visit to London which I'm now doubting. Okay because I feel like it's now two things. Wait. No, was it only was he investigating the knife? No. He was he does that, that later. That's later. Okay. Yeah. Was doing this time was Looking at for um, evidence of why he knows Mrs. Renault. Right. Because yes, the okay, case yes. sounded That's familiar and Renault. Um, oh, the case sounded familiar and Mrs. Um, Renault looked familiar. Not Renault. Um, Dubray. Dubray looked oh, familiar. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Um, My mistake. And then, so this is about when I had, when I figured out a lot of the things was when they recounted the other case. So, and I, yeah. I didn't get the murderer right, but the things that I did get was like, Oh no, this body was going to be for this. That's why they were digging, burying them in a grave that was going to be a sand trap. Because they needed the body discovered, but they wanted it to be later when they couldn't do forensics or identify it properly. Mm-hmm. Which right. I thought was very clever. So we're talking about the second body now. Yes. So, um, cool. What do we need to talk about first? Sorry, the, mur- the other case. That the, the other case. Coral finds. Yes. Oh, right. Okay. So we got to talk about that then. Mm. Um, we find out Madame Dubray is an assumed name. And she used to live somewhere else and was involved in a giant media circus around a murder. Yes. Yes. Um, and this is when it becomes important that, like, at the beginning, kind of, of this investigation, Poirot is like, well, you know, murderers usually don't stray too far from their methods. Yeah. And so that's why he's kind of like, wait a second, I got to figure something out, because... This sounds way too familiar. Mm-hmm. So um, Madame Dubray, in her former life, um, 
had been involved. Her husband was murdered, and she was investigated for it, along with uh, a man named George Connell, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. George Connor. George Connor, guys. That's, yep, that's the American one. Um, So... so, uh, The story there was they they found Dubray tied up in her room she said two men came in with masks and giant beards uh at, they took they said he has a secret and we need it took him away and he was found dead yes like so the exact same story um but they uh, later eventually find out like there were no other men like what the courts eventually decide uh is Madame Dubray was having an affair with someone else and uh, uh, was having an affair with someone else and the person she was having an affair with like so murdered wealthy. him and he was like and she was like I if I don't lie this man's gonna kill me so I had nothing to do with the murder but this man who's obsessed with me did kill my husband and willing to give me so much money yeah uh, but Very then this man, man ran Right, so George Connor, Connor. George Connor. Um, it was, uh, yes, he was basically, basically, they were like, yeah, he for sure did it, and she got off on a technicality, even though in reality, actually, both of them planned this, planned this murder of her mm-hmm. husband, yeah. and, and she ran off Coral with, leaves. right, and she ran off with somebody else, um, who had more money. Yeah, a um, Englishman. Right, so basically, she was just kind of like leaving our friend George Using out George. in the dark yeah, to, murder. Um, to murder her husband and then get a better financial deal out of it. I believe the technical turn is trading up. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, so so that's the story with the former case, and I don't remember Madame Dubray's former name, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, so it's just still her. Um, uh, and this is another thing that like, when I heard that, my first thought was because of, like, Renault wouldn't talk about his past and things, mm-hmm. I did figure that out as soon as they gave me that information. That Renault. That Renault was George. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that is correct. Because like, Hastings is like, oh. It's the tramp. The tramp was yeah. George. <laughs> oh, no, which Hastings. Makes, which makes very little sense. No. Like, okay, the one, like, a very positive quality that Hastings has. Okay. We're dunking on Hastings a lot here. Yeah, yeah I mean, I hope Hugh Fraser just fucking hears this. and Who follows us on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. And he's just <laughs> like, well. Friend of the show, an avid listener. <laughs> sure, uh, sure. Best, best, actually, my best friend in the whole world, Hugh Fraser. Um, <laughs> I was here first. <laughs> um, but it is like, you can imagine, like, well, they said they liked me on Twitter. Now they're dunking on me. <laughs> no, we, I dare say they love... dunked me a lot. So listen, Hugh, we love you. <laughs> You're great. You are fantastic. Your performance of these books is wonderful. It but is he... not your fault that your character on the show is Hastings, who is kind of a tool. Yeah. I do like but... the idea that Poirot honestly believes Hastings has the capacity to get better at this. Like, oh, yeah. I wrote down the quote, uh, you do not use your excellent mental capacity efficiently. No. Uh, like he thinks he you can do this, but you need to learn and be less emotional about it. Yeah, yeah, what is nice about Hastings is that he is really willing to like be. I don't know. He's he the people he meets. He's very willing to think the best of. Yeah, which is nice, but yeah. also makes him bad at solving murder cases because. Literally everyone is a suspect yeah. all the time. Also, during this time when, when Poirot comes back, doesn't 
Giraud, Arrest, um, Renault Jr. Yeah, Jack. So, yeah, he's actually around. He comes back, um, and it turns out that they've figured out that he, like, didn't really leave town. Yep. Because it is discovered that he has been having an affair with Marta. Or no, he just... Oh no! In love with Marta. Sorry, yeah, not, not an affair. Married. Right, he's not married. It, it's fine, um, except that his dad's not cool with it. We find out. Oh well, his dad's dead, so that's convenient. Yeah. I know, right? Bum, bum, bum. Makes it sound suspicious. Yeah, no. When I when I thought that Jack um, had done it, it was literally because he was out of. They said, "Oh, he the son is out of town." I'm like, "Oh man, that's suspicious." No, he's not. Yeah. Um, and it turns out, no, he's not. And then I was like, "Yeah." So for a minute, it was going along with what I thought. Yeah. Um, and they do arrest him because everyone else was like, yeah, that's really weird. And the will used to be made out so that he'd get a lot of money. Um, but apparently when it was discovered that Marta and he, well, when his dad found out that he and Marta were uh, planning on getting married, he wrote him out of the will, but Jack did not know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Okay. And then they go to Paris, is it? For a time, oh. right to go visit the acrobats. Yeah, so they're this. like, we need to find Bella. Um, Who is this Bella? Bro gets a photo from uh, Jack Reno's desk, um, of, and then they go of to Bella, a, and uh, they go to he, a theater producer and go, "Do you know this girl?" Yeah, and yeah. He's he like, does. "Yes," and there he's she's one of two twins that does an acrobatic act. Yes, and sisters. I don't think they bring up that it's twins right away, um, which so like Hastings sees the photo and it's like that's that's Cinderella um, yes uh, and then keeps it to himself like a stupid person yes yes he does um, love you Hugh <laughs> but uh, but yes do we at this point um, have we figured out at this point that it was actually Jack's uh, overcoat um, yes yes Poro does say I figured out the letter was to Jack yeah um, right the letter from Bella yeah. So not um, uh, Ronald Sr., but Junior was the one who was having this affair with Bella. Yep, and in because they had a row, the both Junior and Sr. had a row, and in that fluster, he grabs the wrong coat. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so, yes, Poirot and Hastings go to um, Paris. Paris to see this acrobatics show. And... Um, it has also been discovered. Sorry, do we need to do this now with the knives? Oh, yeah, there's three yeah. knives. He made three copies of the knife. Yeah, he had yeah, three knives so made. Done. They figured that the mother had one, and then someone else must have had another as well. Yeah. Right. There's three. We thought there were two for a bit. Yeah. So anyway, um, so when they go to Paris to see this show, um, of course, uh, Cinderella is very distressed that Hastings is there, and um, it... It comes out that she must have been uh, Bella, that yeah, she is mm-hmm. Bella, and that she is the one who. And Hastings thinks he has the whole case figured out. Like yes. she was in love with Jack. Uh, then Jack scorned her. She sees the man she thinks is Jack, and in a passion stabs him in the back. Finds mm-hmm. out it's Renault and leaves. Right. And he says all this to her, like I know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, don't worry, and I'll her keep response, safe. Her response that he doesn't notice, like. Yes, I can see it happening just like that. Um, and I'm like, oh, it was. She's not Bella. Her sister's Bella. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hastings, like, it's you, and I'm going to protect you because I love you, and I've always loved you. And, Suddenly. Yeah. And then Poro <laughs> comes in, and, and Hastings, like, 
hastily like like binds uh, Poirot and uh, so she like, run. Yeah. and she runs away and Poirot is totally nonplussed by this. He's like, okay, cool. I it's get like, it. Do not, this is uncomfortable. Can we not just sit down and talk? <laughs> it is fine. I'm not I'm not going to run after her like a dog as, as a Giraud. No, what's really kind of fun is it's a nice little parallel because he goes up and he like he doesn't like tie him up or anything. He just like goes up and basically gives him a bear hug for too long. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a nice little parallel between that and the train platform. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just got, That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Nice little storytelling. Yeah. Good, good job, Agatha. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Oh, can we talk for like a second that her name's Agatha? <laughs> oh. It's unfortunate, it's isn't it? When it you is. say the whole name, it sounds like a very good name. Like Agatha Christie is a wonderful name. Sure. Agatha is a bad name. Hey, Aggie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, none of that is. Uh, yeah. It's okay. just. I don't like it. Renault was being blackmailed by Dubray because Renault is George, and Dubray is like, "Hey, ha, you've been convicted of the murder that we did together, uh, and if I tell some people that you're George, you're going to jail. So give me money, please." Um, George is like, "Okay, I have to keep giving her money. The only way out of this is to die. So what Fakes we are going his own to do death. is we're going to fake my death. The story you're going to give is two men came in, asked me for a secret." Um, I'm going to tie your hands because one of the reasons Dubray looks suspicious in her case was she tried to tie her own hands and it was not tight enough. Right. So he tied her hands, went out to dig the grave. Um, the tramp uh, had shown up like two days earlier and died. Like, like had a heart attack him. or like something. He, uh, it was um, epilepsy. Oh, yeah, right. He had an epilepsy. And died. Yeah. And they're like, cool. Hence the phone. We have a mouth. body now. Uh, the lead pipe is important because they were going to bash its face in. Um, so they couldn't tell who it was. Bury it there. It would be discovered when they were digging the sand trap for the lynx. And he would have, uh, in the tramp's clothing, escaped. Um, they would find the body. Renault would identify it as him, even though it is not. Mm-hmm. Um, she would get all of the money in the will uh, because he needs to be able to control the money again after a while when she leaves after playing the widow's part for a while and meets up with her husband. In Santiago. In Santiago. Well, that didn't happen. Yeah. No. (laughs) He died. Yeah, so what happened was, uh, it it, it, it was Marta found out that that the family, that Renaud did not want Jack to marry her. Um, She overheard the plan that they had, and while he uh, Renault the was same in the grave, yep. stabbed him with uh, the pen knife or the wing plane knife that she had a copy of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there were fi- uh, three. five, three, there were three. One that <laughs> they Marta just keep had, multiplying. One that um, Bella had. The, but the thing is, because Jack was imprisoned, um, Bella came and confessed to the crime. Yeah. Right. Yes, that's um, important. Uh, and uh, other thing of note is Cinderella when she stole the knife threw it away. Yeah. Um, so Poirot uh, reaches out to Cinderella and says, hey, br- come meet me and bring this thing if you can find it. She shows up. She has the knife, the pen uh, the pen knife that uh, Bella had. Mm-hmm. So right. Bella didn't use her own pen knife to do it. So Poirot knows that Bella did not do this. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But it was actually, it was just a false confession because she didn't want, she didn't want Jack, Jack to, to, die. to die because, you know, they're so much more sympathetic to women in these courts. Yeah. And Jack, <laughs> though, also thought that Bella had done it and didn't want her to 
go so to the guillotine he, either. So he was not defending himself after he was arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they it's a, like a very bad gift of the yeah. gift of the magi, <laughs> like yeah. a death of death, the magi, death yeah. gift of the magi, yeah. the gift um, of death, the yeah. gift of ugh. so. Uh, but but it turns out what actually happened was oh, Marta had overheard their plan, stabbed Renault in the back while he was digging the grave. Mm -hmm. Now, um, can you imagine the last like the the last thing to go through his mind is like, oh, well, this is ironic. Like it's yeah. gotta be like, it's like <laughs> oh man. Yeah. How, how Poro catches Marta. Uh, is she falls and then just quick. Just right, just fireman, <laughs> yeah. fireman carry. No, um. Help me, Ace thinks I am not very strong anymore. In my old age, I have become weak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, has a talk with the ma, with the Mama Renault. Uh, Jack um, does, right? No, uh, Poro has oh, a Poirot. talk with Mama Renault. And uh, she comes out uh, in a huff and says, I disown you, Jack. I'm never, oh, you're right, never right, gonna right. get a cent you of my money. You don't get a cent. And Jack, like, Faints and Marta's like, we can take him to my house. It'll be fine. Uh, brings him there. Um, and then Poirot... I'm changing the will tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, I'm changing the will tomorrow. And um, so and that Poirot night... sits outside waiting, uh, and they hear cries of help from inside. Yeah, they it's rush super inside great. And someone is trying to kill the mother. Um, but her room's been moved, and they so they climb a tree to get in, and they can't get in. It's great. Um, but it's really Bella good. is with them, and she's it's, like, well, I no, guess it all falls on me then. Oh, not Bella. No, Cinderella. Cinderella is with it all falls yes. on me then. And she leaps from the tree to the roof of the building, like, scales into another window, and, like, <laughs> to, and takes out Marta. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the things as well, like, Hastings like, how did she do that? And Promise is like, she's a professional she's acrobat, an, she, you idiot. We just, <laughs> saw, we just saw her in the show where <laughs> she was an acrobat. I did not understand. My stupid English cousin. You beautiful idiot. And they've they've prevented a third or a second murder, a third death. Yes. Um, finally succeeding in some way. Except Marta's dead. Oh, oh well, though. Yeah, she I was, guess so. Yeah, third death. She but she was, was evil. Murder. Yeah. Um, it turns out she was like evil her is. daughter. They <laughs> imply like the mother was cold and unfeeling, and so was so the, was she. The she just wanted the money. So now it's implied that Jack and Bella were actually really in love, and they'll get back together because yeah. they were both willing to die for each other. Which is actually kind of, I yeah. guess, sweet. Jack, I mean, at first Jack's like, um, <laughs> so me and my mom are moving to Santiago. Uh, we're just gonna go do that thing because we have nothing here. And he's like, Paul's like, is that all? Is there not um, someone else you want to bring? He's like, I can't ask Bella to come with. I was an idiot. Like I, I, I turned her down for for murder woman. Like I can't yeah. do that. Murder and woman. Was like, what a bad superhero. I think you are wrong. I think that she would go with you if if you ask. <laughs> yes. Um, and then it's implied that she does. Um, and then it's also kind of implied that Hastings and uh, Cinderella, who does reveal her real name, but I have no idea what it is. Yeah. Gucci. Darcy? Yeah. Yes. D Darcy. All right. Um, it's implied that they get married, married, married or they... It's very cryptic. In a... yeah. They yeah. smooch. Yeah. They yeah, smooch in a garden. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, so that How was... How many mustaches? Um... I really, it's out of ten, yeah. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Go, I'd go seven. Like this was a this is a quality little murder. I had a lot of fun with it. I hated Hastings less. Yeah. Uh, there were parts like at the beginning, I it was a little slow for me, but once it picked up, it was a blast. So. Yeah, super fun. Lots of twists and turns. Um, gosh, I think it, I think I'm gonna say eight. I liked it a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I'd say about an eight as well. That's fair. I just I need to have that room above in case something blows me away. That's why I, like, uh, I feel like I'm like, this is my favorite so far, but. but we've read two books and saw a movie. Yeah, yeah. so. 
Okay, and we are not better detectives. No one leveled up. No, yeah. No I, one I got mean, right. I got, I got, I did get Marta. I did get Marta. That's fair. I, I got half right. I wrote a little, like, thing. So you get ten. Um, of what? Ten of what? Mustaches. This is my, uh... Oh. Yeah. God, can, how are we working this? You can trade them in for... <laughs> One beard. Mustache points. You can trade... <laughs> Once you get to 50, you can trade them in for a beard. Oh, and, uh, thank God. So you have to buy... It's a false beard in case you need disguises. So oh, you right. trade in your mustache points for, like, the things you need to be a detective. So, like, magnifying glass is a pretty expensive one. Uh, oh. But... <laughs> are these, like, tickets at a, as a, as yes. a shakey? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. So what you What's need a... is you're getting all the, the gear, the fictional gear for your fictional Okay. Detective. All right. Okay. I, I wrote a little thing at the end. Uh, so I did a better job of keeping, keeping up with the case this time, mm-hmm. partially because I think it was written better. Uh, but in the end, I, I like yeah, I, I also let like my emotions like run away with my own thoughts, and I have a hard time looking at all the parts of the case at once. So I'm definitely like more of a Hastings than a Poirot mm. at this point. Totally. In terms of, of doing it. But hey, but less Hastings misogyny. was better in this book, so maybe I too can become better. I would true, say true. that I don't really try to figure it out until like it's most of the pieces are together yeah which is also very pro row-ish of like yeah we'll see we'll figure it out it'll be solved yeah it's it's tough because like i in my head i feel like i should be like playing it like a game mm. like but i mm. also like i should probably just be listening to the yeah books. yeah i uh i went the total opposite way and was just like first instinct yeah, I think next. I think for first next thought, week, best I will, thought. I will write down my first instinct just so I have it. Yep. Yeah. Then, yeah. But that yeah. is our time. Yeah. Yes. I therefore call this meeting to an end. This is the sound of a gavel. <laughs> That's not us. <laughs> gavel noise. Perfect. Is that how we end? I forget. Meeting adjourned. Hello, I'm Tristan Miller. And I'm Miles Newland. Hey, Tristan, do you like movies? No, I think they're all garbage and bad and we should stop making them. If there was only some way for me to experience new movies, but I don't like going to the movies or watching movies. I want people to describe movies to me. So you want like an audio medium where someone will send you, Uh like regularly send you a description of of better movies than the ones being made, like cooler, more like sexy Yeah, that sounds like an ideal situation. How could I do that? I think I have a solution to your problem. What's it? Let me pitch this at you. Wink. Elevator pitch. Oh, what's that? It is a podcast where two best friends... Oh, who are they? Are they us? It's me and you. We're best friends. We pitch fake movies at each other and see who comes up with a better movie that week. And the loser has to spend spend, uh, the time until the next show uh, in an elevator. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Come on.
Elevator Pitch comes out every other Friday. Going up!